The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It's time for some early week 16. Week 16. Betting, trends, odds, look-ahead lines, picks, all of it. Joining me as he powers through his own personal flu game. Been going on for like a week, Breach. Hello. Well, I'm on Breach, everybody. The Bengals it- won? You took down Tom Brady? fixed everything there's no more flu anymore i'm good to go i am here to make the picks i don't want to let anybody down we're on a roll brinson three and one including last week where i picked the Bengals, uh 21 12 and three on the season let's keep the roll going i'm not missing anything do i sound okay or do i sound like i i was sick previously oh we lost brinson so apparently i sound okay i sound good enough i'm just gonna host the show uh, you know what? Let's get straight to my four early best bets for week 16. Number one, I am going to keep riding the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, they are an early three and a half point favorite over the New England Patriots. That game is in Foxborough on Saturday, Christmas Eve. And remember, the games, most of them are being played on Saturday this week. Hey, welcome back, Brinson. Yeah, you, you know, Breach, you know how uh, the NFL is a $15 billion business and they can't like figure out how to spot football's correctly it's like google is a, like a 40 billion dollar business and they can't make chrome not crash just because like i mean come on man what are we doing here anyway sorry go ahead brinton there are other uh internet browsers you can only- you just okay, throw chrome on the bus no so so uh I, I was just talking about how most of the games this week are being played on christmas eve yep so a lot of Saturday games more than really, really cool the nfl to have an 8 15 uh, christmas eve game too my god And then three Christmas games, then your normal Thursday game, normal Monday game. And my first best bet, which I was also getting to, is Bengals. They are currently favored three and a half over the Patriots. Uh, And look, we saw what happened on Sunday against the Buccaneers. The Bengals played probably their worst first half of the season and still won by double digits. Still covered the spread comfortably. 
Uh, and we saw what happened to the Patriots where they played the most bizarre game of the year. Their defense had a total meltdown. Before we even get to the crazy play, they gave up an 81-yard touchdown drive to Derek Carr in the final two minutes and then gave the game away with the most absurd lateral offensive play I've ever seen. Belichick is going to cut everyone. Uh, so I don't know how you mentally rebound from a loss like that, especially on a short week. And I know the coach is going to say, well, 24-hour rule, you just get over it. That is a loss you kick yourself over. Hey, Patriots, uh, Patriots are at like 19% chance to make the playoffs. And if they win that game, they're they're like, what are they, uh, seven and eight and six? And they're just right there with a the chance. It, it, that is, it's a really, really tough loss. Right. You're, I mean, this thing, it damages their playoff hopes badly. Both teams are going to be desperate because the Bengals want to stay in front of the Ravens for the AFC North title. They want to stay in the running for the number one overall seed. Uh, but you know what, Brinson? The Cincinnati Bengals have the best record against the spread in the NFL this year, and I'm going to keep riding the Bengals train. Uh, so I like Cincinnati here. Something exciting happened while we were talking. Okay, who's to say? Um, just kidding. Something exciting happened. I tend to agree with you, and I think that the Bengals are the play. Um, like, it, let me ask you this, and this is neither. This is really not about like I like I I'm gonna have a hard time taking the Patriots in this spot. Do you especially given their um I believe they're seven and two against no seven and three now against non playoff teams and just can't beat any good teams like zero and four zero and five. Bengals are a very good team. They're playing their best football right now. Joe Burrow is not scared of anyone. At what point are we gonna say stop saying and I, and when I say we I mean me. At what point are we gonna stop saying it's Bill Belichick? Or it's Tom Brady because I feel like I feel like I've been burned a lot by this lately, and this feels like a spot where it's like Belichick getting three and a half at home against Zach Taylor. Like I mean, this is a free, like not a free square, but it's like I'm going to be, I'm going to take the sharp side and take the Patriots. The Bengals are just a much better football team right now. Yeah, you know, and and look, there is some your logic isn't crazy to keep thinking like that because think you know like. The Patriots should have won Sunday. That's that's sure. really what it comes. To. It took two crazy things happening, and crazy things happen in the NFL. So I don't think you can discount Insane Week 15 Sunday. By the way, right? And so I don't think you can discount that thinking. But yes, eventually you do have to get to the point and say, look, this is just one team is way more talented than the other team. It doesn't matter who the other team's coach is. The much more talented team should win and cover. Yep. And I think that team is the Cincinnati Bengals. What's up next for you, Preacherson? Ooh, got to take a sip of water between so I can keep talking. Sorry, I should have I should have recognized you were drinking water. Uh, number the number number two one here is the Raiders going to Pittsburgh and uh, two and a half point underdogs here. Um, look, we talked about this a little bit last week when we took the Raiders over the the Raiders are one of the hottest teams in the NFL. They have won four of their past five games. Sure, it took a miracle uh, in Vegas on Sunday to beat the Patriots, but a win is a win. And so now they're getting a Steelers team. And, Brent, you just talked about how the Patriots only beat up on bad teams. You want a fun fact about the Steelers? The Steelers are 4-0 against NFC South teams this year. They beat the Panthers on Sunday. They are, the, hey, Breach, what's the Steelers' record? <laughs> they are 2-8 against everyone else. Yikes. So when they have played any team outside the NFC South, they are most likely losing. So basically when they play a good team, uh, they're usually use, losing. I, I just think the Raiders have a better offense. You would take Derek Carr or whatever quarterback the Steelers put out there, whether it's Kenny Pickett, Trubisky, uh, maybe even Mason Rudolph. Uh, you would take Devontae Adams over the Steelers' number one receiver. You would take Josh, Josh Jacobs over the Steelers' top running back. So it's just like 
I feel like the Raiders are a slightly better team. The weather here does scare me. I think it's going to be 15, 16 degrees. I don't love Derek Carr in the cold weather, but Josh McDaniels coach for so long in New England. He'll coach Derek up and, and be like, look, man, this is what we got to do if we're going to win in cold weather. So I'm going to I'm going to ride the Raiders. When you look at the, the two other wins that you mentioned, so the Bengals, I mean, so the Steelers, excuse me, are two and eight in their other games. Their other two wins outside of the NFC South are week one, that really super weird, bizarre overtime game against Burrow, the five interceptions off an appendectomy. Chase McDaniels did, what, 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 I mean, Chase McDaniels, what am I, Evan McPherson, who, Chase McDaniels, who is Chase McDaniels? I called Dexter Lawrence Dexter Williams earlier. This is, who knows what this recap pod's going to sound like. But Evan McPherson, the Bengals kicker, uh, was missing his holder in that game, right? What did he, did he like, Shank it like he missed a bunch of kicks. Am I, am the long snapper got injured. That's right. The long snapper got injured. And at the then, end of the game that would have won it. And then uh, missed field one over time. And their other win, again, outside of the NFC South, is against the Indianapolis Colts, I believe, at that point in time, coached by Jeff Saturday. Right? Sure. Yes, coached by Jeff Saturday. So, yeah, Steelers are not very good. And we can laugh about them and like point at them and be like, ha ha, while Wilson's not here. Boom! How is that not Tony Kornheiser with him? Um, <laughs> uh, moving on. I, I agree with you. I think you cannot take the Steelers. We need to find out which actor that is. I know. Uh, what's what so you got next? Uh, next up, the Seahawks. 10-point underdogs against the Chiefs. Look, uh, here's a fun fact for you, Brinson. The last 15 games this season where there has been a double-digit underdog, the underdog has gone 12-3 and three against oh. the spread. It is just... Every team is so even now. We saw it on Sunday. The Chiefs were favored by 14 and a half over the Texans, went to overtime. We saw it the week before the Texans yeah, and the Cowboys. Double digits, yep. double digits, still close. It's just you don't see blowouts as often. And when we, when we do see blowouts, it's with in games where you don't suspect it to happen. So these, these double digit point spread games, it just seems like it's smarter to take the underdog. And also, the Seahawks are going to be playing for their season. They are 7-7. Seven and seven. If they lose here, their playoff hopes are pretty much out the door. So I think they're going to be pretty desperate, and I think they're going to keep this close. I don't think I'm going to pick them to win, but I do think they can keep it within 10. So this is the first one that matches up with uh, one of my line moves that we'll talk about after the break, uh, but we'll go ahead and mention this one now. Um, I, I don't see how this doesn't come down. I don't, I don't think it gets below 7 because the Chiefs are – a very good football team and they're playing great football and they have Travis Kelsey who looked pissed off on Sunday and Patrick Mahomes is right there in the MVP race and the defense is better than people think, but 10 points is like double digits against a, a playoff caliber team like the Seahawks that has DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett's going to miss this game. He's out for the rest of the season more than likely, I believe with a, a broken finger. Cheetah Smith has had two bad games as we argued about on the uh, Thursday night podcast, but the Seahawks team has enough, firepower and juice to stick with the Colts and stick with the Chiefs. Good Lord. I'm, I'm, I can't say anything right tonight. Um, and, and, we'll, and we'll keep it, I think, within the 10. I think this line comes down. I, I, I'm, it's almost like nervous, like nerve-wracking that it's like you're like 10? Why is that, so big? Why to is me, so big? That was, sometimes the line's just a line. That was, that was the most obvious, bizarre line, except for maybe one other one that we'll get to in a minute. You got one more best bet. What you got? Ah, uh, Buccaneers are favored by three and a half over the Arizona Cardinals on Christmas Day. You would think after watching what happened against the Bengals on Sunday that I would stay far, far away from Tampa Bay. But no, I'm going to ride Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, and I am going to say they cover on Christmas Day against the Cardinals. Look, what we saw from the Buccaneers in the first half where they started using motion, Tom Brady was sniffing out the defenses. They looked pretty dominant. If they didn't totally melt down in the third quarter, they probably beat the Bengals, or at least it goes 34-31, something crazy. 
Uh, and so that first half Buccaneers team, I think that's what we'll see against the Cardinals. The Cardinals don't have a great offense. Or even if the Buccaneers turn it over twice, Arizona can't take advantage of that. You know, Colt McCoy's banged up. They just got beat up by the Broncos. And you know what? Tampa Bay really, really finally actually needs to win a game because their lead in the NFC South is dwindled down to one game. Everybody's tied for second place at five and nine. And they have the Buccaneers at six and eight. So they really can't afford any more losses before they kind of could afford it. So they weren't as desperate as I think they'll be on Christmas day. I think they roll the Cardinals. Yeah. Arizona, uh, not playing exceptional football at the moment down to, you know, clearly you got Colt McCoy hurt. Kyler Murray's out for the year. Uh, Trace McSorley involved. And I think one of the other things too, is that, um, Cliff Kingsbury, I think, and we'll talk about this more in the recap, and we'll also talk about why the Buccaneers did look actually pretty decent on on Sunday. Um, I'm sure Wilson will yell at me, like, what do you think about your, your Buccaneers? Um, the Cardinals were checked out, but Cliff Kingsbury feels like his job might be safe now because of the way that things have unfolded with that organization, even unless they lose out. Obviously, anything's on the table. But Tampa Bay playing, fighting for the playoff lives. It's 8.20 p.m. Christmas night. Tom Brady's going to come in angry. And I think I'm with you. I think he lights him up and, and I like Brady in this spot. Like a Christmas right. tree? Like a Christmas tree. Yes. Like a wreath with lights on it. Oh, we're going to have a Christmas show next month. I need, I, I need to get my lights on. Turn okay. my lights off. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, yeah, will you be? Okay, anyway, you know, we can talk about this later. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about some more lines that might move between now and kickoff. Next. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So, Browns minus three. Is one that I I already mentioned Seahawks uh, plus ten I think moves down I, I just don't, I don't think it gets past seven or anything like that like that would be a crazy move but if if this line starts ticking up where it's like Chiefs minus twelve I'd be absolutely panic like stricken I, I think it comes down a little bit the Cleveland Browns minus three against the New Orleans Saints I looked at Sean Watson I don't know if he looked like great on Saturday. But I think you can see obvious incremental progress in his performance over the first three games that he's played in. Um, so you're telling me there's a chance. You don't have to feel like happy about backing Deshaun Watson. And if you want to fade him, by all means, do it. I think this line ticks up, though, because the Saints just Saints are just kind of running out of steam, it feels like. I know they won against the Falcons, but just, they, don't, they don't have a lot going for them in terms of that offense and a little banged up. I think Cleveland gets the job done here. I am mixed on it just because the Saints – you know, they beat the Falcons, and now they're, they're only one game out of first place. So there might be a sense of desperation there. Andy, Andy Dalton's familiar with the Browns. Ah, I forgot Andy uh, Dalton was involved, yes, yes. But in your defense, Brenton, to back up your point, I believe NFC South teams are one 
13, one in 13 against AFC North teams this year. I, I, I don't have the exact number, but I believe that is the number. That's uh, and that's pretty bit. ugly. So, uh, you know, if they're one in 13, that proves that's kind of a trend. And that's where you say, you know what? Probably not only win the Browns over the Panthers in week one. No, the, 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 NFC South only has one win. Oh, right, 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 right. yeah, yeah, duh. Jeez. Again, I'm I don't know what's wrong with my brain right now. Um, I, like I'm not even like I don't even like feel I feel is it Brent's flu game? This is not your this is my flu game, baby. Apparently, right. Uh next up, I think I mentioned the Seahawks. I think the Cowboys minus one and a half against the Eagles. Christmas Eve, 425 Eastern. Jerry Jones, huge game for them. We we mentioned it. It did feel like the Cowboys might be looking ahead with the Jaguars. Micah Parsons talked incessantly about it. Um, I think this line ends up with the, the Eagles being favored. I think that's how much it moves. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. I mean, a 13 and one team or 12 and one or where they are, 13 yeah. and one as an underdog, it, I just don't think that's last gonna last long. You have I know the Cowboys are a popular bet because they are America's team, but I think that common sense will eventually take over. People are gonna start hammering the Eagles. And yeah, I agree with that. The Eagles probably close as the favorite here. I also included the Dolphins in Miami. Dolphins away from the cold weather. I actually thought they, uh, you know, quitted themselves pretty well against Buffalo in, in what was a fun, a, a insane game on Saturday night. It feels like I mean, we, we have so much to talk about, like in, in regards to Saturday and Sunday, fun two days of NFL football. Um, minus four and a half against the Packers. Packers are playing on Monday night. How they do against the Rams. And this is sort of more of a, their Packers are playing Monday night. If they like lose to the Rams, and Aaron Rodgers looks awful, and they're just like, we're going to Jordan Love, then you can see this line tick up, I think, because the Dolphins will be in hot pursuit of a playoff spot. The Packers don't have a lot to play for. If they win, they're still in the hunt, but I think this line could move up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't be surprising at all. And this is a Christmas Day game. Uh, And like you said, if the Packers lose on Monday and they're totally out of it, that's got to give them incentive to play Jordan Love on Christmas Day, uh, yeah, I could absolutely see that. Rams, pick them. Again, this is a sort of a Monday night situation where the Rams are playing the Packers. If the Rams were to come out and beat the Packers, they're a pick them against the Broncos. Do we know if Russell Wilson is going to play? Of course not. Uh, do we Do we think that the Broncos might be looking around going, oh, goodness gracious, we scored like almost as many points as any game in Russell, that Russell's played with Brett Rippon this week? Oh, crap, what is this contract? Maybe. Um I think, though, that the Rams, a good performance by the Rams, a try-hard performance with all their stars down, ticks this line in the favor of the Rams. A pick-up is a pretty good look this early in the week, I think. Yeah, and and you know what? The Rams are a team, as long as Baker Mayfield's their quarterback, they're a team that's going to play hard like they're still in it because Baker Mayfield wants to win. He's got a lot to prove. You have all these guys out there. You know, so many stars are injured. All those guys out there have a lot to prove, too. So, uh, yeah, I could absolutely see the Rams, although Rams Broncos, such a weird Christmas game that that, it's, I love that it's a Nickelodeon game. That is, I will definitely be watching on Nickelodeon because that will be the, that's the type of game that needs to be on Nickelodeon. Russell Wilson. And so like, this is the first year we talked about. This is the first year that the uh, Associated Press has expanded the ballots for the awards. Like Pete Prisco and the rest of his uh, cognoscente to quote the uh, great Dan Hansis. Um, will have five names they can list for possible MVP votes, right? In order for your one, two, three, four, five. Um, somehow, Russell Wilson still won't get an MVP vote, but Breach, he can get MVP and get slimed. I feel like if Russell wins MVP, he might decline it 
if he if he can even play because he may not you know may not be able to. Um, and finally, the line that I think could move Colts plus three against the Chargers. I think that could tick down a little bit, and it's not so much a Colts thing as it is a Chargers thing. Maybe it's both. I mean, I just think I, Chargers on the road, Monday Night Football, Indy will be rocking. Maybe I, I just I, I think I think it's. I, don't know, I would lean towards the Chargers in this game, but I do think it comes down a little bit. Yeah, I have no idea what to make with this. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know if I like this. Colts, yeah, I don't even know if I like this. The Colts giving up 33 points in the fourth quarter to the Cowboys two weeks ago, blowing a 33-point lead on Saturday. It's just 33 is their magic number. They might lose by 33. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not touching the Colts anymore for the rest of the season. That's, that's, that's I'm not even offering an opinion on them. I don't want to talk anything about the Colts. You do all right, the time. As soon as, as soon as I mentioned that this game is on the list, I was like, I don't want this game on the list. Let's get out of here with that. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for us. Early week 16 betting trends, odds, picks. We'll be back after Sunday Night Football for the recap show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Breach, i Brinson. See you guys later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.